We didn't invent Kid Talk. We perfected it. And at a very young age, you're listening to Voice America Kids. We don't care how you got here. We're just glad you showed up. You're listening to Voice America Kids. You're a responsible person, and you're trying to do everything you can to save the planet. But are you doing enough? We've got the right person to help you keep on thinking green. Mario Jr. is the host of Alive and Green. The show is all about green tips, staying environmentally friendly, and having fun while doing something great for our Mother Earth. You'll want to check out the show Tuesdays at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. If we all do our part now, it'll only mean a brighter and better future for us later. Welcome to Kids First Coming Attractions. Before you go out and spend money on that new movie, make sure to listen to the entire show right here on the Voice America Kids channel. We'll take you behind the scenes and preview new movies and DVD releases. Now, here are all of your hosts for Kids First Coming Attractions. seen it um the synopsis for this movie well this movie is about the muppets are back and they take off right where they left off the last movie which they just got back together but then before they can start catching up they meet a sort of talent scout named dominic bad guy which sends them on a world tour and also deep and also in there we have a evil frog named constantine and he switches places with Kermit the Frog so they can steal the crown jewels. Yes. And I'm a big Muppet fan, and I've always thought that every Muppet movie is just amazing. So what did you think about the script in this film? Well, I think the script was hilarious. I mean, they added so much comedy in the movie. I believe that this is probably the funniest Muppet movie so far, so that made me really happy because... Uh, like you, I'm a Muppets fan, and this script really just set the level for the next movie. Hmm. And you've seen the other Muppet movies, right? Um, I've seen most of them. Most of them. All right. So, do you? What is it about Muppets to you, especially in this film, that makes them so unique? Well, Muppets are different than most puppets. First, because they don't use strings, and the second, they're just so full of life and so funny that you can't help but love them. They're just so livable and charming. Yes. And, I just, and that's what every Muppet film has, and this one is no exception. Mm-hmm. We have many um, celebrity guests, yes. such as um, Ray Liotta's in there, Stanley Tucci. And I remember I went on the red carpet for The Muppets Most Wanted, and we got to talk to most of the puppeteers, like um, Dave Goals, Peter Lins, who plays Walter, Mm-hmm. and uh, they were amazing puppeteers, and they kept saying how they were back in the day with Jim Henson's time, and he always worked with puppets, and they, they kept calling them dolls, though, so we play oh. with dolls, they kept saying. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> and it was just amazing to see um, to see the man of the Muppet. Mm-hmm. It's surprising how long the Muppets have been around. Oh, yeah. 
believe in the 1970s, I believe, for the first Muppet movie. But anyway, in this film, what would you say, think about, well, the puppeteering in it? It was amazing. Go on. It was amazing. I mean, it just made them, they totally set the bar for the next movie because they just looked, they look more and more real every movie that comes out. That's right. And can you care to elaborate? Because since this is in, well, the new millennium, we have more of time to use effects in puppetry and everything. Do you, mm-hmm. do you feel like they it's adapted from like the other Muppet movies? Yes, you can totally see if you if you watch one of the uh, more old Muppet movies and then look at a recent Muppet movie, you can see the difference is just out of this world. I mean, in this Muppet movie, you actually see Kermit and Constantine. They get to jump on railings and do different things that they wouldn't be able to do back in Jim Henson's time. Yes. I've loved Jim Henson for a long time. I've Again, he's brilliant. Brilliant. <laughs> so, what would you think about the celebrity um, cameos? Because it's not a Muppet movie about celebrity cameos, such as Tina Fey, Ricky Gervais. How do you think they do? They did amazing. I mean, this movie is packed with talented actors. I mean, I saw Lady Gaga. I saw Usher. I mean, you never know who's going to show up next. Actually, Usher was kind of there because that was the funniest joke. One of the yes. Funniest jokes there. <laughs> well, who are you? I'm Usher, being the Usher. Okay. <laughs> that was hilarious. And speaking of clarity, the jokes in this film, do you feel like each one of them hit bullseye? I mean, some of them took a little while to, you know, understand, but most of the jokes were right on. I mean, the, the audience where I was watching it was laughing so hard, sometimes you couldn't even hear the real movie. That's a good sign. That's what's great going to a movie theater in a comedy. Mm-hmm. You hear everyone laughing in the background. Just You get that right. sense of wonder in the theater. I mean, everyone, yep, everyone was yeah. having a great time. And that's what's great going into the movie theaters. Mm-hmm. You're listening to Voice America Kids. I'm your co-host, Kiefer Blakesley. And we've been talking about the films Muppets Most Wanted, Divergent, Need for Speed, and Mr. McGoyam's Wonder Emporium. Now, today, I was talking, I'm talking with Simone on the Muppets Most Wanted movie, and we were talking about how the jokes in this film just made everybody laugh. You couldn't even hear the film at, at times because we were just bursting out with laughter, and that's what makes a great comedy. Now, in this film, we have some of the most iconic characters in um, childhood, Kermit the Frog and um, Miss Piggy, all of our favorite Muppets. What is, to you, in this film, your favorite Muppet? Oh, it would have to be Miss Piggy. I mean, she adds to the comedy. Sometimes she can be a little annoying, but that's just what makes the movie great. I mean, she's fabulous. If you look at her costumes, they're just out of this world, and I just love her for that. Yes, I love Miss Piggy, too, but I'm I'm more of a Kermit the Frog kind of guy. But um, Mm -hmm. (laughs) but, uh, I I like Miss Piggy. In fact, um, um, Frank Oz, who's a talented director and puppeteer, did um, the voice of Miss Piggy in the originals, but I still I still think Eric um, Jacobson did a fantastic job too. He did. Now we have a lot of musical numbers again. I'm a movie yes. about music. So, what would you say your favorite musical number in this film is? Oh, there were so many, from the song where they actually sang about doing a sequel to where Constantine actually danced with his number two guy, telling him that he was the boss. So there's so many. 
I think my favorite number is, has to be the ending number because it just wraps everything up perfectly. And you just see so many characters and so many Muppets all in one place. It just can't help but make you happy. Muppets always make us happy. Yes. But, uh, <laughs> well, actually, I like the music number. The inter- you remember the interrogation scene with Sam Eagle and the... Yes, that was, that was a good one. That was a beautiful example of interaction with characters. That, that is a beautiful example of interaction with characters and, again, fantastic lyrics. It's fast-paced. But mm-hmm. um, Muppets always bring back that kind of nostalgic um, sort of era of time where we have that broadly sense of dance and bigger is better and all that kind of back-in-the-old-days kind of style of music. Especially in the opening night number, we're doing a sequel, which breaking the fourth wall, and that's another great joke that they have in there. Right. So, what would you say the age range for this film is? Oh, I I said it would have to be to eleven to sixteen because some of the jokes younger kids wouldn't be able to get, or maybe some of the appearances that most adults would like. But I think there's something in there for everyone. Agreed. Yeah, because I don't think most. Um, kids would say, oh, look, that's Stanley Chuchi as one of the guards. Right. But, um, except for me, but I'm just a <laughs> Anywho, but, <laughs> and how many stars would you give this film? I gave this movie five out of five stars, Kiefer. I mean, it was just that good. Well, Simone. Uh, <laughs> I would actually say that, um, this film is also great for younger audiences, maybe even younger, like, five-year-olds, as I said in my review. Because, well, I, if, you, if the kids uh, nowadays haven't seen all the puppets, they may want to get introduced. And I, I know some of the jokes in here they may not get. But again, they're the Muppets. I mean, just the sheer appearance of them is just for the kids to enjoy. Mm, well, that's good. That's just to me. Mm-hmm. But on a whole, what would you say this film is to you in about a couple of words i think this movie is just amazing it's comedy excitement you know it's just laughing really hard i mean every time i think about this movie i just have to laugh it's that iconic of course the muppets so i think everyone's gonna love it and let's think of this film as a whole just like it's its own one film even without the other muppet movie would you still think this film would be a great representation of the Muppets? Yes, I think it just has all the Muppet characteristics that make it a great movie. And, well, thank you so much for talking to me on the Muppet Most Wanted film. It's been a pleasure, as usual. Thank you, I had a great time. And let's take a break. I'm your co-host, Keeper Blakesley, and you're listening to Voice America Kids. Just because you're a kid doesn't mean you don't have an important voice to be heard. You are our future, and you need a forum to be heard. Tune in to American Pulse on the Voice America Kids channel. We'll talk to the student leaders of America and find out what they're doing to make a difference today. You'll be inspired to start working now for a brighter future later. American Pulse is heard live every Monday afternoon at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Kids channel. It's time to lead by example. 
Follow the Voice America Talk Radio Network on Twitter. We're at Voice America TRN. You'll get the latest fix on what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and general happenings that you should know about at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Now you don't have to miss anything when you're away from your home or office. Just go to twitter.com forward slash Voice America TRN or follow along with us at Voice America TRN, the Voice America Talk Radio Network. We're on the cutting edge of social media. Can you keep up? Kids safe, mother approved. You're listening to Voice America Kids. Have you heard your 15 minutes of fame? How about four times that every single week? It's the fame game. Listen as Maddie Rose, who is up and coming in the world of fame, brings you fame from all walks of life. You'll hear from doctors, teachers, mentors, life heroes, as well as those in the fields of acting, movies, music, and more. Who knows? You might be the next one Maddie Rose talks to on the air. Listen for the fame game every Wednesday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids Channel. You're listening to Voice America Kids, now with 33% more active ingredients and no artificial coloring. What do you want to do? Are you interested in the performing arts? If so, make sure you tune in to the Angel and Harmony Show. Angel and Harmony have experience singing, acting, and performing in general and want to help you live out your dreams of the future. Whether you are interested in acting, modeling, dancing, or singing, this is the show for you. We'll even give you the scoop on being behind the scenes if you're a little shy. The Angel and Harmony Show is heard live every Thursday at noon Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. You are tuned in to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids channel. Shh, turn your phone off. Another movie is coming up. Hey, welcome back to Kids First Coming Attractions. I'm your co-host, Brianna hope and I'm your co-host, Keepa Blakesley. And you're listening to Voice America Kids. And today, we have just finished speaking about my coverage of the Rio 2 Blue Carpet event. And we are reviewing the films Pirate Fairy, Muppets Most Wanted, Sleeping Beauty Ballet, and Rookie of the Year. So right now, we are speaking with Kendall and Kayla about Pirate Fairy. Thank you for joining us today. How are you, Kendall? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm doing very well. Thank you for asking. And Kayla? I'm doing great as well. That's good. I'm glad you're both doing good. So just before we get, before we get into the questions about the film, I'm, I heard you two went to the red carpet. So Kayla, tell me a little bit about that before we get started. It was really cool going to the red carpet and meeting the cast and the crew, like the director and the producer and some of the guests. Oh, that's good. And Kayla, what was your favorite part about the red carpet? Um, my favorite part was um, interviewing the director because it was cool how what she told us what was her favorite part and the hardest part about the film. Mm, I I love when you ask them the favorite and the hardest because it's like the favorite is like what they most loved and what I mean not the most easiest but what they most loved and what they worked for and then the hardest was like oh it was so hard but I did it so both of them have great answers so let's get started Kendall can you please tell us about this film well this film is about a dust fairy named Zarina who is destined for greatness and she wants to make 
so many different things, but they, everyone keeps telling her, no, it's too dangerous. You can't do this and do that. But when she does it, it makes a huge mess. And so she leaves and she get, helps these pirates. And it turns out it's the younger version of Captain Hook. Oh. And so yeah, after a le- year later, they made this whole plan about about making their ship fly and stuff. And so and now it's up to Tinkerbell and her friends to save the day and help Zarina. Wow. I mean, the mo- the thing I love the most about, I mean, not like this is mainly on Peter Pan, but Peter Pan and Captain Hook and Tinkerbell and Pixie Hollow is that they first made Peter Pan or, yeah, they, I mean, it's a base Peter Pan. And then I love how they branched out to Tinkerbell and Hook and all these different things because I can honestly say that Peter Pan and everything that comes with Peter Pan is, like, my favorite. And Pixie Hollow is my deep, dark secret that I love. So, <laughs> so Kayla, Peggy Holmes directs this film. How do you think she does directing it? Well, I thought she did a really good job directing this because it was so cool how it came together at the end. I really enjoyed this film. Wow, what was the what was the most I mean, not what was the most, what was your favorite about this film, Kayla? Well, um, I really like the animation because it was really cool how it showed the when they did the Pippi Hollow games, um, they showed the figure skaters um, skating and doing tricks. Mm-hmm. And that was also my favorite part, so I really enjoyed how that looked. Yeah, I when people when well when I see people ice skating, it's like wow, because I I know I can't do it or I can't do it as well as them, so it's like whoa, I love watching people do it, but I can't do it myself. So <laughs> yeah, that's that's another thing that I can't do. But Kendall, tell me about some of the voice actors in this film. I mean, Meg Whitman, Christina Hendricks, Tom Hiddleston. How was the performances? I thought they did awesome. Like. It sounded to me how they didn't have to make up a voice. They just used their own voice, which I think was so cool. And when I interviewed Vidya, who was played by Pamela Adlin, mm-hmm. she was very nice and down to earth. And she talked about how she she loved it and she hasn't seen the finished product and how she was waiting to see how it all came together. And then when she saw it, she she was just so happy with it and blown away. Mm-hmm. When you inter- oh go go on, and I personally loved it, and it was like one of my favorite fairy movies. <laughs> one of my favorite, yes. When I when I interview people and they haven't seen it, and then I've seen it, it's like, <laughs> because I feel like I have a little advantage over them. But then they see it, and I'm just like, okay, we're on the same terms. <laughs> so, Kayla, how was the overall production? Like, what did you think about the whole entire thing? I thought it was really cool. Like, um, the film was awesome, and then the red carpet was really cool. And they, I thought they re- went all out on it, so it was pretty cool to be there. Yeah, to the red carpet, and then also to the film. It's like, I just did this, and now I'm doing this. I love when I see the film and the red carpet, because it's both combined. It's like, wow, I was a part of this big thing, even though I'm not on, I'm not on the screen. You're <laughs> listening to the Voice America Kids Network. I'm your co-host, Brianna hope and I'm your co-host, Keefa Blakesley. And you're listening to Voice America Kids. And today, we have reviewed the films. We are reviewing the films. 
Pirate Fairy, Muppets Most Wanted, Sleeping Beauty Ballet, and Rookie of the Year. So right now, let's continue speaking with Kendall and Kayla about Pirate Fairy. We were just speaking about overall production and how the red carpet and the film were just so amazing, and it had a great animation, and the voice actors, it just tied up really well. So, Kayla, what about, I mean, you said about the animation, and what most did you like about the animation? Because animation can be so different from so many ways. Well, a lot of animated animated films look totally different. So um, it was really interesting seeing this one from other films. And so, yeah. Oh, that's good. And Kayla, are there any villains in this film? Yes, there are. It's Captain Hook and his um, shipmates. They actually um, want to steal the pixie dust from them so they can, like, keep it for themselves and so they can make their ship fly and be famous and stuff. But, <laughs> of course, Tinkerbell and her friends end up stopping them. So, yeah. Yeah, I think we all want a ship that can fly with <laughs> pixie dust. I mean, who wouldn't? I want pixie dust. Okay. If you guys if you guys cross a path where you find pixie dust, you can just mail that to me and I will. Yeah, that'll totally work out. <laughs> Kendall, are there any morals or messages that you found in this film? Yes. I, I found that you shouldn't betray your friends mm-hmm. or what happens because Zarina turns her back on her friends and when, when they come to help her and get her back and get the di- pixie dust back, she, sends, she makes the pirates lock them up and hide them. But um, turns out that the pirates are actually trying to get... Like, once they get the pixie dust, they're going to get rid of Zarina. And so, even though if Tinkerbell, since Tinkerbell got the, the dust, and if she gave it back to them, either way, they threw Zarina in the ocean because she was locked up in this lamp. Mm-hmm. Cage, and it was fairy-proof, and so she couldn't get out. And so, she, they, the pirates threatened to throw her overboard, but they ended up doing it anyways. But even though... She, the Tinkerbell and her friends helped. <laughs> yeah, I, I love that message because I haven't heard it in a while. I may have heard it like last week, but I, that's a while to me. So it's just I feel like a lot of people should hear that because they make friends with someone and then they they're just like, oh, I've used you for what I've needed you for, so I'm just gonna I'm just gonna go away. You're just gonna have to go your own way, and then you build trust with someone, and then it's it's ruined. So I really like that message because I think everyone has need of that message. So thank you. Kendall, how many stars do you give this film? I give it five out of five because I really enjoyed the film. There is also comedy throughout the film. And even, I'm not a big fan of pirates, but even when I saw them, I wasn't scared, but I really liked how they were throughout the film. And so in this movie, I really did like the pirates. And I just liked how they all, how it all came together and how they all became friends again. Well, I'm glad I'm not a big fan of pirates myself, but when they're put in the right light and the right film, I'm totally fine with them. Kayla, how many stars do you give this film? I also give this film five out of five stars because I really like the adventure and the journey that they went on throughout this film. Oh. 
See, it was simple and straight to the point. I like you. <laughs> well, I like both of you because you talk in sync whenever, whenever we're talking. So that's one reason why I really like you. Kayla, uh, your sister said before about there was comedy. So how was the humor to you? The humor was really funny because it when me and Kendall kept laughing at the whole throughout the whole entire film, and mm-hmm. it was just hilarious because our mom was like, "Stop laughing because there's like, people around us." So I think we were probably disturbing them throughout the film. <laughs> yeah, that's why sometimes I go to a film and I'm just like, I have to be quiet. I have to be quiet. I have to be quiet because I love to talk during films. I love to talk, and I have to learn not to. <laughs> so. <laughs> Well, Kendall and Kayla, thank you so much for talking with us today and telling us all about Disney's Pirate Fairy. You're welcome. (laughs) See what I mean? See what I mean? (laughs) Uh, It comes into theaters on April 1st, so please check it out. Let's take a break. I'm your co-host, Brianna Hope Beaton. And I'm your co-host, Keeper Blakesley. From Kids First Coming Attractions, and you're listening to Voice America Kids. We don't care how you got here. We're just glad you showed up. You're listening to Voice America Kids. If you think you've seen online TV before, let us surprise you. VoiceAmerica.tv is online now. The leader in live Internet talk radio has done it again. Multiple channels, a state-of-the-art viewing experience, live and on-demand programs streaming 24 hours a day. It's exactly what you want, when you want it. VoiceAmerica.tv. From health and wellness to business, sports, and everything in between, discover our new world. Visit VoiceAmerica.tv now and experience the future of online television. VoiceAmerica.tv. Kids these days are so connected to the media that they can't help but be surrounded by news and politics. Today's kids get more information than kids of past generations, and because of that, they have more informed opinions. Kids today may not be able to vote yet, but they can certainly influence voters and issues with their voices. Tune in every week for America Today and talk about the issues and influence the decision makers. America Today airs every Thursday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network wherever you go. In addition to listening live, you can check out information about your favorite talk show hosts, discover new talk show personalities, add shows to your list of favorites, and listen to all our show archives on demand. All from your iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market, and get ready to tune in. The Voice America mobile app, powered by Aircast. Kids safe, mother approved. You're listening to Voice America Kids. Have you heard your 15 minutes of fame? How about four times that every single week? It's the fame game. Listen as Maddie Rose, who is up and coming in the world of fame, brings you fame from all walks of life. You'll hear from doctors, teachers, mentors, life heroes, as well as those in the fields of acting, movies, music, and more. Who knows? You might be the next one Maddie Rose talks to on the air. Listen for the fame game every Wednesday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids Channel. You're listening to Voice America Kids, now with 33% more active ingredients and no artificial coloring. You are tuned in to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids channel. Shh, turn your phone off. Another movie is coming up. I'm your co-host, Brianna Hope Beaton. And I'm your co-host, Keeper Blakesley. 
and you're listening to Voice America Kids. And today, we have just finished speaking with Kendall and Kayla about Disney's Pirate Fairy. We are reviewing the films Muppets Most Wanted, Sleeping Beauty, and Rookie of the Year. So right now, we are speaking with Haley, Kendall, Kayla, and Morgan about Muppets Most Wanted. So it is very busy, this segment. Thank you for joining us today. Haley, how are you? I'm great. Isn't she cute, peoples? And Morgan, how are you? I'm doing wonderful. How are you? I'm very. I'm doing very well. Thank you for asking. Also, another cutie. And I've I've already talked to Kendall and Kayla, so I know they're fantabulous. Can you please tell us the plot in this film, Haley? The plot of the story is when the Muppets go on a world tour. Constantine escapes from prison, and he uses the world tour as a cover to steal all the jewels in Europe. Oh, wow. See, I love, I love like, mystery-type shows and mystery-type films, and it's, like, a playful, a playful thing. I like a playful spin on, like, a mystery and stuff, because everyone loves the Muppets. Muppets, at least I do, so... Kendall, can you tell us about the actors' performances, Ricky Garvis, uh, Ty Burrell, and Tina Fey? They were awesome because they all of them did not an an American accent. It was like a British accent or a Russian accent. Mm -hmm. And even while they sang, they still kept that accent. And when I was listening to Tina Fey, I actually thought she was Russian for a second. <laughs> so, Whoa. <laughs> yeah, I, I thought they just did a phenomenal job. And... Steve Whitmore, Eric Jacobson, and Peter Lenz, who who actually play the play the Muppets. They not only play one Muppet, but they play multiple Muppets, which I thought was so cool because they made each Muppet different and they fit each Muppet in the in the right way. Yeah, that's cool to play. I guess two or three Muppets and like no one would know that you were those three Muppets or whatever and then you dedicate yourself to each one of those so it's like I'm this person no I have to change and, do, and be this Muppet and, and then, then this Muppet so I, I I'm glad that I'm glad that you said that because I remember I played two characters who was crazy so at least they can do it Kaylee Yes, Kaylee, we have seen various stories about the Muppets, and I love, I love all the ones that I've seen. This film is written by James Bobbin and Nicholas Stoller. How do you think they did with the storyline? I thought they did really good with the storyline because it was really cool seeing, like, what... Because I didn't really expect what was going to happen to happen, and I was really shocked at what was going on. Oh, so it's a bit of a bit of a surprise. Yeah, a really big surprise. <laughs> Not a little, but a big one. <laughs> Morgan, tell me about the comedy because I think that the Muppets are known for their comedy. They're known for their playfulness and their comedy. So, Morgan, how about the comedy? I mean, the comedy is great. It's really funny, and it's great. I mean, I loved it because. It has appropriate jokes for adults, and they can love the comedy and laugh a lot. And it's appropriate for kids and little ones, so I say that's great. Um, yeah. The cast itself was also awesome, you know. With Ricky Dravel is brilliant, and you know he was really funny too. So yeah, I, I, I loved feel it. like 
I feel like a lot of people in this film and a lot of Muppets in this film are very funny. Like, I feel like if you're in this film, you're automatically funny. So this makes you funny. Yeah, I, I mean, I love Tina Fey as Nadia. She was adorable. And she's actually a really great singer. Nobody knew that. I mean, she's really good at singing. And sh- nobody can get past her as a prison guard. She's great. Um, <laughs> she's great. And I, yeah, and Ty Burrell is, as an inspector as an interpol it's also very funny you know so everybody yeah doing and yeah the, doing the true Muppet okay. fashion and music is terrific and you enjoy you can enjoy the sequel and the song of the the sequel that is the first song that you hear is great so the music was kind of funny and so were the actors it was all pretty quirky and funny uh, quirky and funny i see i think that's my new favorite word quirky Thank you. <laughs> Haley, tell us about your favorite scene. My favorite scene is when Miss Piggy smacks Constantine in the face, you know, the villain, because he tricked her into thinking that he was Kermit when he was not. It was so hilarious. <laughs> I'm glad that it was very, very funny. You're listening to the Voice America Kids Network. I'm your co-host, Brianna Hope Beaton. And I'm your co-host, Keepa Blakesley. And you're listening to Voice America Kids, and today we're reviewing the films Muppets Most Wanted, Sleeping Beauty Ballet, and Rookie of the Year. So right now let's continue speaking with Haley, Kendall, Kayla, and Morgan about Muppets Most Wanted. And we were just speaking about Haley's favorite scene and how it was so funny and so ha 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 ha, chuckle chuckle chuckle. Uh, so Kendall, who is your favorite character? My favorite character was Walter because he's such a great friend. And even though he didn't speak much in the film, I learned that silence is golden. And you can tell that how he was feeling by his emotions. And he sort of knew that something wasn't right with Constantine being Kermit. And, but as he kept getting more evidence and evidence, and he realized that that was the real Kermit. And so he tried to go and help Kermit get back. So I thought that was really great because he's such a good friend. <laughs> yeah, I knew you were bad. I knew it. I just needed evidence to prove it. So that's, that's always the case, though. You always have to prove something before you do stuff. Kayla, what genre in this film? Because obviously it's a comedy, but what else is it? Well, this is uh, also a drama because there was a few, few scary parts in this film because of Constantine. So I was a little scared of him at first, but then he wasn't scared yet also. Oh, so it was a drama. And it was also it was also a musical, and plus the singing brought a really funny aspect to this film. So that's what I also liked about it. Oh, I I mean I love when dramas mix with mix with um comedy because it's like comedy over here and then drama over here and then when you mush them together it's like Draw, draw, yeah, it's a mix. <laughs> uh, Morgan, how many stars do you give this film? I give it five out of five. And, and why is that? Because it's funny, it's great, it's appropriate, you know, it has great actors, and from beginning to end, it is a ton of fun for everybody. You, can, you will leave with a smile on your face for the rest of the day with a new quirky joke to tell everybody, you know, that's funny. And it's awesome because the 
itself is the cast itself was amazing with Tina Fey and you know everybody so I thought it was great you know the Muppets were funny and it was really appropriate so that's why I give it five out of five stars because it was also colorful and quirky and fun and you know plus it's I'm, a I'm glad it was quirky and funny and cool and awesome and cool yeah. okay so I thought it was really cool and I mean it it's kind of a thing green really so and it's March you know and we had we had St. Patrick's Day, and it's also the beginning of spring. And you know, the, March twenty first is when Kermit will be on the big screen, and already is. But as the Muppet sequel, Muppets Most Wanted, you can think green. I mean, you can also see the world tour, and it's just great because the cast is awesome. And Kermit finds he has been confused with the world's most dangerous frog, whose name is Constantine. Constantine it, it has a diabolical plan that involves being um, about fooling a Siberian Russian gulag and taking the Muppets away from Kermit and trading his place. That way everybody will think that he's Kermit. And he needs a good cover while he is... Um, while he and his sidekick, whose name is number two, use them as a use them to steal the crown jewels. And first, he and number two must travel the world, unveiling the clues that they need, like the secret key and the locket, in order to be able to um, find where the jewels are kept. And they need to find a way to open the secret passageway into the Tower of London, where the jewels are kept, so they need to find all of that. And I really enjoyed seeing the Muppets, you know. I mean, I love seeing them in different settings around the world. And it just proves the Muppets are loved everywhere they go, you know. So it's great. Um, my favorite scene was probably when Kermit tries to get Constantine away from Miss Piggy at their wedding. And that's right, there is a huge wedding between Kermit and Miss Piggy. Kind of. Miss Piggy well, has... I'm really the- glad you really like this film. And it's it's a great film that you guys should see. I mean, you all loved it, I, ex- I expect to hear. I mean, because you talk so greatly of it. And I'm, I'm glad that you all liked it. Well, Haley, Kendall, Kayla, and Morgan, thank you so much for talking with us today and telling us all about The Muppets Most Wanted. You're welcome. You're welcome. Thank you so much. <laughs> it's in theaters now, job. so please check it out. Let's take a break. I'm your co-host, Brianna Hobiton. And I'm your co-host, Keeper Blakesley. From Kids First Coming Attractions, and you're listening to Voice America Kids. If you think you've seen online TV before, let us surprise you. VoiceAmerica.tv is online now. The leader in live Internet talk radio has done it again. Multiple channels, a state-of-the-art viewing experience, live and on-demand programs streaming 24 hours a day. It's exactly what you want, when you want it. VoiceAmerica.tv. From health and wellness to business, sports, and everything in between. Discover our new world. Visit VoiceAmerica.tv now and experience the future of online television. VoiceAmerica.tv. You're a responsible person, and you're trying to do everything you can to save the planet. But are you doing enough? We've got the right person to help you keep on thinking green. Mario Jr. is the host of Alive and Green. The show is all about green tips, staying environmentally friendly, and having fun while doing something great for our Mother Earth. You'll want to check out the show Tuesdays at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. If we all do our part now, it'll only mean a brighter and better future for us later. 
Kids safe, mother approved. You're listening to Voice America Kids. Do you think that you can't change the political system in our country? Well, one host is doing that and started at age 13. Join Connor Brantley for Hello, the Future is Calling. Our show takes an inside look at what's going on in national, state, and local government from a new and very unique perspective. Connor holds our elected officials accountable and will bring you an unbiased look at what's really going on. Listen for Hello, the Future is Calling every Friday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time on Voice America Kids. Help make a difference. Have you heard your 15 minutes of fame? How about four times that every single week? It's the fame game. Listen as Maddie Rose, who is up and coming in the world of fame, brings you fame from all walks of life. You'll hear from doctors, teachers, mentors, life heroes, as well as those in the fields of acting, movies, music, and more. Who knows? You might be the next one Maddie Rose talks to on the air. Listen for the fame game every Wednesday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids Channel. You're listening to Voice America Kids, now with 33% more active ingredients and no artificial coloring. You are tuned in to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids channel. Shh, turn your phone off. Another movie is coming up. Hey, welcome back to Kids First Coming Attractions. I'm your co-host, Keeper Blakesley. And I'm your co-host, Brianna Hopiton. And you're listening to Voice America Kids. And today, we were talking about Muppets Most Wanted and also the, the event, Rio 2 Blue Carpet event, also Pirate Fairy. And right now, I'm talking with Kenda, Kayla, and Jeremy for the big baseball film, Rookie of the Year. And how are you, how are you doing, Jeremy? Good. Fantastic. And Kenda and Kayla, how is your spring break? It was awesome. Yeah, it's really fun. I had a blast. Now, see, I relied on you guys to talk in sync, but not this time, huh? Okay. Oh, so. Sorry. <laughs> Sarcasm there. Anyway, so this big baseball film I very much enjoyed. Kendall, can you please tell us the story of this film? Well, Rookie of the Year is about a 12-year-old boy named Henry who starts off as not a great baseball player, but... When he breaks his arm and then he takes the cast off and he suddenly has like a super arm and he can throw like so far with speeds over 100 miles per hour. But then when, his sup- when he breaks his arm and he has a super arm, he's allowed to play on the major league baseball teams with the Cubs. Mm. And, that's- and then they start winning several games. But then once his arms stop working, things start to change. Wow. Sounds like me, except for the good at sports part. But um, So, Kayla, can you tell us about the acting in this film? Well, the acting is, is spot on because they really express their emotion great because how when Henry's like mad or something, he does it really well and then he does... I really like his excitement when he finds out that he has a super arm. Mm. I would be excited if I had a super arm. <laughs> and Jeremy, since this is a sports film, do you feel like this film is only for sports fans or can it be just for any family? Well, I think it could be for any family. Mm. But do you think it's just for 
only for people that are a fan of sports? No, I think that anybody could watch it, but I think mostly people who like sports will enjoy it a lot. Mm. Well, it sounds like I, I watched this film because I actually, I'm actually kind of a big fan of baseball. And would you say the dialogue, like when the actors talk to each other, do you think they do a good job with that, um, Jimmy? Yes, I think they do. And care to elaborate on that? Go in well, great detail. Sorry, go on. The characters were kind of funny, actually. They don't that. Well, I should explain. Funny and laughter, it's just like, I feel like this should be a comedy movie. If not, I don't know, then what should be. So it's so it's like a comedy sports film. Yeah. Oh wow, I love comedies too. Man, this film is just perfect for me. And Kayla, would you say like, since we do have these, it's sports. It's a sports movie. Would you say like, the scenes when they're actually playing sports is choreographed well? Yes, good, I think. It's, I mean, <laughs> well, yeah, I think it's choreographed good because it's. Um, it's cool how they show like his arm, like you know when he's throwing the ball. It's I love the uh, graphics and showing how fast it was going, and also how it was cool because I've never really seen a baseball game before, so it was cool to see a baseball game in that film. And you, I was right with Will. I almost forgot my grammar lesson there. <laughs> and Kendall, with this film, how what did you say the age range for it is? Um, I would say from ages 7 to 18, because if you're a little kid who's starting to get an interest in baseball, and you're still learning out the, learning the ropes of it, you, I would recommend you watching this film because you would get the feel for it, and also, like, I think they would, their passion would get bigger and bigger after they would see this kid actually being able to be in the Major League Baseball team. So I think this is a great film for boys and girls from ages 7 to 18. Hmm. And, Jimmy, would you care to say how many stars would you say um, give this film? I give it 5 out of 5. It is funny and inspiring. It's incredible. Thank you. Well, Kenda, Kayla, Jimmy, I'd like to thank you so much for talk, telling me about Rookie of the Year. You're welcome. See, Thanks for having go. me. <laughs> thank you for that. Okay. You, thank you. You're listening to Voice America Kids Network. I'm your co-host, Kiva Blakesley. And I'm your co-host, Brianna Hopiton. And today, we were talking about Pirate Fairy, Muppets Most Wanted, and the Blue Carpet event for Rio 2, and also Rookie of the Year. Now, right now, I'm going to be talking with Morgan on the Fathom Events Presents Sleeping Beauty Ballet on Film. And how was your spring break, Morgan? My spring break was awesome. I got to get to see my fun. Well, that's great. Opie, I'm glad you're enjoying your spring break. So, with this ballet film, what, from what you can gather, what would you say a story for this ballet is? Well, the story is about little Princess Aurora when she's just born, and the evil fairy comes because she didn't get invited. She's very mad. She comes and... T- casts a spell 
on the Princess Aurora that when she turns 16, she will um, prick her finger and the entire kingdom will die. But then a good fairy comes and changes the spell and says that she will go into a deep sleep until true love's kiss. And so um, she changes that. Um, it's really good, and I loved, I loved it all. It was wonderful. I loved the ballet, and I can barely stand on my tippy toes for like five seconds, but she was able to do it through the entire thing. I'm like, wow. And it, and this is really important right here because it take it took 700 fittings, 500 costumes, 82 twos, and 1,200 dancing shoes each season. Wow. Well, that's very good to know. I mean, my gosh, wow. And seeing that this is their first um, Fathoms event's first ever ballet on film, I would say that they will put their all into this. Well, no, sorry. Um, and I hear this was your first ballet to see. Yes, it was actually. It was my very first. I'm like, wow, that was awesome. Um, you know, I've never seen it, so it was kind of new, and it was really great. And what I loved about it was we got to also start off with a brief history and uh, an orientation about the ballet, and we also ballet, and we also got to be able to see. Um, We also got to be able to see the orchestra playing, and it really felt like you were there, been part of the live audience, because you got to see the people on the screen, you know, all their heads and them clapping and going for the intro, um, going when we had breaks. And it was great for the opera house, and you also got to see all the beautiful details of it and get glimpses of the details. That's very good, and especially for this... The music is great. I mean, I loved it. It matched with the story perfectly well. And, you know, just listening to it was awesome. And the orchestra, I give them a hand applaud of bravos because it was awesome. Agreed. And especially for this um, film, well, it's actually, since you saw it live, what would you think it would be on film? Like, do you think it would lose its um, magic if it's if it's put on a silver screen? Um, I was actually astonished. And all the nine, um, 98 members of this production were incredible dancers. I mean, wonderful. You know, I loved also the... Um, dancers because they were all very marvelous and they showed outstanding technique and um elocution i also loved when rows of dancers were in perfect sync with each other while forming lines and you know arches and everything was just so awesome that's very good and, and you know peter farmer did a stunning job with all the different costumes. He, you know, they had intricate detail and amazing textures, which were fabulous to see up close, you know. And usually... Um, well, that's really good, for, especially for costumes. And how many stars would you give this film? I would give it sorry. five out of five twirling beautiful stars. Twirling? And sorry, not film, stage production. And for those of you who want to really gaze at the marvelous ballet, please go to fathomevents.com. You can check out the schedule and book tickets to go check out the ballets. So please do that. 
And Morgan, thank you so much for talk, tell, talk to me about Sleeping Beauty Ballet. Thank you, and um, you're welcome. I hope you have a wonderful day, Keeper. And thank you so much for talking with me. You're welcome, and I, and I plan to have a great day today. Well, thank you so much for joining us. You have been listening to Kids First Coming Attractions to watch our video reviews on the latest films and DVD releases. And to learn how you can become a Kids First film critic, go to www.kidsfirst.org. I'm your co-host, Keeper Blakesley. And I'm your co-host, Brianna Hope Beaton. And you are listening to Voice America Kids. Thank you for listening. Thank you again for tuning in to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids channel. Now you know what to see. And speaking of see, we'll see you again next week. Kids these days are so connected to the media that they can't help but be surrounded by news and politics. Today's kids get more information than kids of past generations. And because of that, they have more informed opinions. Kids today may not be able to vote yet, but they can certainly influence voters and issues with their voices. Tune in every week for America Today and talk about the issues and influence the decision makers. America Today airs every Thursday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. What do you want to do? Are you interested in the performing arts? If so, make sure you tune in to the Angel and Harmony Show. Angel and Harmony have experience singing, acting, and performing in general and want to help you live out your dreams of the future. Whether you are interested in acting, modeling, dancing, or singing, this is the show for you. We'll even give you the scoop on being behind the scenes if you're a little shy. The Angel and Harmony Show is heard live every Thursday at noon Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. What's cooking? Join Kid Chef Eliana for Cool Kids Cook. Eliana is one of the youngest published cookbook authors and will show you that there are all kinds of goodness in food beyond the chicken nuggets and fries. On our show, we'll discover cuisine from around the world, learn some great cooking techniques, speak with some of the world's top chefs, and share recipes. Kid Chef Eliana is here for you on Cool Kids Cook every Monday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 4 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Kids Channel. Bon appetit! We don't care how you got here. We're just glad you showed up. You're listening to Voice America Kids.